Good morning, all listeners. It is Sunday, September 19th, 2021. It's 8.06 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 82 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I am the Baron. Boogie, shout out to Boogie, everybody, for today. Yesterday, 8-4-1, oh on best bets. Let's go, my bro. I hit my best bets as well. Uh, great day, great profitable day yesterday. We had winners left and right. We we you actually owe me lunch because two of your losses were our lunch bets. Wow. Yep. So we're gonna go get breakfast here. We got about two hours before the 10 a.m. game start here on the West Coast. We got a really exciting day of football ahead. A lot of pro games. I got so many games to give out at 10, at one Sunday night and Monday night winners. Yesterday, though, Boogie, fantastic job. I mean, on your end, Ole Miss, Fresno State plus 11 with an outright win, BYU plus 3.5 with an outright win, Penn State best bet hit, USC under, Michigan State outright winner, West Virginia, Cincinnati, you named it, you banged it. Congrats, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Baron. All I can tell you is, is we dug deep, we dug deep yesterday, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper today, give you some NFL picks, but yes, what a uh, great day of college football yesterday. Amazing. Uh, Alabama, man, I don't know what happened, but I think they're going to be a little bit uh, different this year than last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed me a little bit of uh, inferiority. Yeah, we'll see how that all goes. That was a, a pretty good game, one of the games of the day. What I loved is that we gave four best bets. We gave two apiece and uh, two favorites, two dogs. Uh, no shocker there that I gave the two dogs and you gave the two favorites. Of course. But nonetheless, all four covered. So that's great. San Diego State, for me, was an outright winner, which was huge. A, tr- a triple overtime thriller against Utah. Hawaii on the late night getting seven. I do have a Hawaii ticket in my pocket. I went to bed at halftime. They were down seven at the half. I woke up a winner. So that's always good for the Hawaii late night special like you I gave up. You uh, didn't stay up for the late night special? I didn't. I went to bed at about 11 o'clock. So about 11 o'clock is when it went to halftime and uh, I couldn't make it any longer. So I was like, well, I'll pass out and I'll wake up. And I woke up, I checked my phone this morning, and 17-13 Saturday State, Hawaii covers the seven. Woke up with a smile. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, I mean, I went 6-6 six and six yesterday, did hit my best bets, did have some value dogs out there, which I enjoyed. Um, but, I mean, for us to go a combined 14-10-1 and one and 4-0 on best bets... Not anyone, bad. anyone that would have just flat bet or maybe even two teamered a lot of these would have uh, would have uh, gotten paid. So that's that's the positive part. I look for the momentum to change. And remember, I have our uh, our earlier in the week last week's picks. So we are having a little running competition Absolutely. between you and I for the whole season. Absolutely. Um, I want to get right down to a boogie. We have a great NFL slate today. Um, college was good. I only want to touch on baseball for a couple of moments. The only reason I want to touch on baseball is to congratulate a couple of teams for clinching. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers have clinched a playoff berth as of last night. So they are in the postseason. Very good, Milwaukee. The, the Giants and the Dodgers have both clinched playoff berths as well. Shocker there. So three of the five spots in the National League are taken. Um, as we've talked before, you're looking at whoever does not win the NL West will host the wild card game. And then you have a, a three-horse race in the NL East. 
The Braves with a one-game lead on the Phillies. Mets five and a half back. We have a live Bryce Harper MVP ticket out there. Hmm. So if the Phillies, who have won four in a row, catching Atlanta only one game back, if he could wheel them to the postseason, he might just get it. I mean, Bryce is just picking up where he started. Uh, he came back after being injured. Boogie called it out. So we'll see what happens. But he's got these Phillies rolling. Yeah, 100%. So we'll see how that ends. At least we have two weeks left in the season, which means there's only going to be about 12 more games for most of these teams. Dodgers 16 game lead on the Cardinals in the National League wild card. The uh, Giants lead the Dodgers by two games in the NL West. So, like we said before, one of those teams will get the number one overall seed. The other one will host a one game wild card game. Now, this wild card is pretty tight here in the National League. The Cardinals obtain the second wild card. They have a two-game lead on the Reds, a two-and-a-half game lead on the Phillies, and a two-and-a-half game lead on the Padres, who they got a little chippy last night. Ooh, man. Machado and uh, Manny Tatis. Manny is uh, yelling at Tatis. Tatis takes a uh, third strike looking, gets into the dugout, slams his helmet. Yeah. Manny's yelling at him, not all about him. You know, he's got to go ahead and be more of a team player. Yeah. Uh, kids got some talent, but, uh, you know, they're still all family there. They love each other. Everything is going to be heated though in the battle. Uh, they're all trying to win. Um, and of course that's all about what happens. You get upset when you're, when you care so much. Yeah. It's good to see them actually care. I think that's actually going to help them in the long run. Um, I guess, but they've been chokers. I mean, come on, they, the last 55 games are like 23, 22, and 32 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, they're, like, they're 10 games under. I mean, being two and a half back, they still have an outside shot here to get that second wild card. You got the Mets at seven games back. They have completely choked away what they could have done, a five-game losing streak. But big shout-out to the Colorado Rockies who have won five in a row with a 70-78 and 78 record. Man, okay. we've been saying this all year long. If they just had a road record of... Close to 500, they'd be a playoff team. They would be. Can't win on the road. 70-78, great lineup, terrible pitching. That's kind of the Rockies for you. They're pretty much out. I mean, obviously the Dodgers already clinched. So, I mean, you got one spot, and it looks like it's going to be between the Cardinals, Reds, Phillies, or Padres are the, the four teams that are in striking distance right now. The Mets with a long shot to get back in this thing. Seven back with two to two weeks to go. Yeah. August just be, killed them. August killed them. They had a horrible August, a horrible September. Um, as we flip over to the American League, we don't have anybody that is clinched in the American League. But I think some teams are going to be on their way to clinching. Obviously, you've got the four horses in the American League East. Um, the Rays still holding strong with a seven-and-a-half game lead with two weeks to play. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, all within a game and a half of each other. And seven and a half to nine games back of the Rays. It's so terrible that one of these teams are going to have to miss out on the playoffs because those are four really good baseball teams. Four really good teams. Yankees just kind of uh, had their own, I guess they all have their own uh, destiny uh, you know, in their own hands. But the Yankees had that 13-game winning streak a few weeks ago. Uh, again, gave back everything that they earned. And now they're going to have to fight for uh, even just a second wild card. But, yeah, all four teams playing really well. Tampa's running away with this East. But it uh, looks like it's going to be, again, coming down to the last weekend, the Red Sox play the Yankees. Yep, that's exactly how it's going to be. The Blue Jays have played really well, 7-3 in their last 10. I mean, you got to win games. If you, you know, to go back to the National League for a minute, 
I mean, look, the the Giants are eight and two in their last ten, and they're not gaining any ground. The Dodgers are seven and three in their last ten. So that story there, the Giants keep winning, the Dodgers keep winning. Like we said, they're going to be both over a hundred win teams, and one team's going to have to play in the wild card game. Crazy. You flip to the American League uh, though, and you you have the Rays with a seven and a half game lead, most likely going to clinch that division. The Rays got a solid baseball team. I don't see them falling and squandering this lead in the East. So we'll chalk them up as AL East champs. They are also battling for home field throughout the entire American League playoffs as they have a five-game lead on the Astros, who are the two-seed and have a six- and eight-game lead, respectively, on the A's and Mariners in the West. I think the Astros, it's safe to say that they will probably wrap this thing up within the next week or so. They'll wrap well. that up. Chicago is going to wrap up, obviously. But probably this week in on the 11 Central. game, yeah. Uh, so we're looking at, again, uh, just one of those uh, AL East most likely going to battle it out for the uh, the for, last wild card. Yeah, for the wild, the two wild card spots. So, you know, you got the Rays, White Sox, and uh, Astros already in. The wild card battle in the American League is incredible. Right now, it's held by the Red Sox, who have a one-game lead on the Toronto Blue Jays. The Yankees are a half-game back of the Blue Jays. The A's are two back, and the Mariners are four back. So, you literally got five teams for two spots. And, of of course, those three AL East teams are headlining it. One of them are going to be the odd team out. Um, The A's are good, though. A's have won four in a row. They're getting hot, so they're an outside shot at trying to get in this thing. So we'll have to see. It'll be an exciting two weeks uh, to end the season. Last two weeks of the season, it's going to be very very interesting to see what Oakland can do to try to overtake one of these AL East teams. But uh, I think in the end, I think they're going to just be a little bit bit short. I see one of these three teams coming back and uh, overtaking them and saying – in that East. And like you were saying before, Boogie, I mean, it's most likely going to come down to that last series of the weekend when you got the Red Sox and the Yankees. Um, the Yankees actually close out with Tampa. I mean, look at these meaningful games for the Yankees. So they got Cleveland today. They luckily get three home games against the Rangers. That, in my opinion, got to be a sweep. Gotta they got to sweep yep. them. Because guess what? To end the season... Three at Boston, three at Toronto, three at home against Tampa. That's crazy. Now for the Yankees' path here. Hopefully, Tampa already has the American League East wrapped up when they go into that series. Maybe they have home field wrapped up when they go into that series. Maybe the Yankees can take two or three and get and squeak into the playoffs. But this little stretch run here from Friday the 24th until Thursday the 30th, having six games, three at Boston and three at Toronto, I think that's what's going to seal their fate. It's going to seal their fate. They're going to be uh, having a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things going to happen. They're going to have to have good pitching. Their hitting's going to have to come through. Mm-hmm. That is a tough stretch for them. Very exciting. Um, all these teams are in action today, finishing series. The Yankees actually host the Indians with Garrett Cole on the mound. The Blue Jays host the Twins with Jose Barrios on the mound. And the Red Sox host the Orioles with Nathan Eovaldi on the mound. All three of these teams are huge favorites today to win. So we will keep an eye on that American League East. you got four great teams, and one of them, unfortunately, maybe even two of them, depending if the A's or the Mariners can squeak by, a couple, one or two of these teams will not be in the postseason. So we will see how that all shakes out the next couple of weeks. Now let's get down to brass tacks, Boogie, of why we're here today, episode 82, week two, NFL. 
We did great yesterday. We got some bankroll built up for today. I'm very excited about the games today. I don't like every game. Um, there's a few that I am off, but I have a play for almost every game. Um, let's let's just get right to it here. Our first game on our docket is the Bengals at the Bears. So, as we know from last week, the Bengals defeated the Vikings 27-24 in overtime. Um, I won some money on that one. The Chicago Bears got embarrassed on Sunday night football at the Rams 34 to 14. We also had the Rams in that game. So, had the Rams. Two teams that were good uh that were undefeated betting. We now have a spread of mm-hmm. Chicago land one and a half um against the Bengals today. Yeah, great call last week Baron on the Bengals. Uh, that was one we had a, a little drink bet for. I know. You owe me a lot of drinks. Yeah, well, hey. Well, we come back today. I actually owe you a lot of drinks on NFL, and you owe me drinks in college. I just happened to get this one on you. But nonetheless. That was a nice call. No, that was a nice call. Yes. Um, maybe the Bengals this year are not the Bungles of, of yesteryear. Mm. Uh, today is the Bengals-Bears game, though. Uh, in uh, Chicago, the Red Rifle rivalry game, as Andy Dalton could be playing his last game if he doesn't play well today, as he and his new team, the Bears, play the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the homecoming game, play at home today against his former team, the Cincinnati Bengals. I like the Bengals here in this spot. Let me ask you something: If they cannot play well today. Do they bench Dalton and put in Justin Fields? I think so. I think an 0-2 start, if they struggle today and they don't get more than, say, like 14 points again, and Andy Dalton struggles the way he did against that Rams defense on Sunday night last week, yes, I think it's time. You you drafted Justin Fields for a reason. I talked to a Bears fan yesterday. I don't understand why you would move up in the draft to take this kid and then not play him. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence not wasting any time getting his feet wet. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Mac who? Mac Jones. By the way, we'll preview that game later. Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. Nonetheless, Boogie, I'm off of this game. If you got to play, shout it out there. It's the Bengals, obviously. What are they, they're, they're getting a point and a half right now. So, yeah, First off, I will answer your question. Why are they uh, drafting up so far to get Justin Fields and put Andy Dalton in? There's one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. $10 million. Ah, they paid. Paid Dalton $10, $10 million. million. They're yeah. going to have to eat that money if they don't play him. Uh-huh. But I guess, you know, honestly, you eat that money. I'd rather eat the money than, than lose a whole season because mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden the fans start dumping out. And you are, uh, that's where the money's at, is getting these fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. And then we wind up. Fans make them dance. (laughs) And then we wind up going ahead and uh, just getting a lot of the boo birds out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Bengals today. I think the Bengals are the play. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that Burrow is going to come into his own this season. Uh, He's shown me something after last week. Mm -hmm. He can play. Uh, He seems like he's pretty healthy again. And uh, Joe Burrow does it against the Bears. All right, Bengals getting two points there too. So I mean, you got a couple points in your pocket there. Um, I'm off the game, so ride with Boogie on this one, guys. The Bengals plus two at the Bears. Uh, so technically, you don't just have one reason why they're playing Dalton. You have ten million reasons there why they're playing Dalton. Next game, a pretty huge line on this game, Boogs, is uh, the Houston Texans travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Browns in a home opener. Houston with Tyrod Taylor, their veteran quarterback. They did it kind of. They kind of did it all against the Jaguars last week. Uh, you know, hosting them, 
Trevor Lawrence's debut, his first regular season loss of his life, high school, college, or the pros, a 37-21 route of the Jaguars. Cleveland lost an absolute heartbreaker up in Kansas City. They had a fourth quarter lead of 29-20, and Mahomes and Tyreek Hill did what they did, and they came back to beat Cleveland 33-29. Sets up Houston at Cleveland. Cleveland, a 13-and-a-half-point favorite in this game at home. Crazy. Huh, it's nuts, you know, and I'm learning. I'm still learning as we go here with betting on NFL games. I am not taking a laying the points um, at home that many points. This Texans team did show me something last week. Terod Taylor played pretty well. Their running game played well. Yes, I know they played against the Jaguars and that sif of a defense – but I am going to take the Texans. I'm going to take the points. Yeah. And I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, you will see, uh, I think, a little bit higher scoring game here. Uh, yeah, 48 points is kind of high. But uh, I'm going to take the Texans mm-hmm. off the total. But just saying yeah, it may take, be a higher scoring game. But yeah, I'm taking the points, points plus 13 and a half. I like it. Uh, uh, you know me. I'm a hook buying. I'm a hook buying man. And if I can get 14 in my pocket with the Texans, I mean, I just don't – I'm not laying that kind of points with the Browns yet. I haven't seen it. I know, as I talked about last week, on paper, they're one of the best teams in the league on paper. They got studs everywhere. But the Texans actually surprised me last week. Not saying that they have a great football team by any means, but Tyrod Taylor's a a veteran guy who doesn't make mistakes. They got Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks. You know, the defense played decent against Jacksonville with some takeaways. So, I don't know. I'm not laying two touchdowns in week two with Baker Mayfield. I'm yeah. just not doing it yet. And you got to remember this, Baron. You got to remember that Tyrod Taylor, he's been thrown around in a couple of teams, tossed aside, maybe put in as a as a backup quarterback. He's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, I believe. And I yeah. think that with him finally getting the reins, uh, now that we have a, a, a no quarterback really for the Texans right now yep. due to their issues, um, I think Tyrod Taylor goes ahead and he uh, takes the reins today, plus 13 and a half yeah. against the Browns. I, I agree 100%. I mean, yeah, we know that Deshaun Watson is out with the, the, non, in, the non-football injury list or whatever for them. But you got to remember, when Deshaun Watson was in there, the Texans were a borderline and sometimes playoff participants. Right. So you got a veteran quarterback taking over a team, and the, the team's still assembled the way it's supposed to be. I know they lost to DeAndre Hopkins over the years and all that stuff, but... They, from a totality standpoint, the Texans aren't that bad on paper. So you're giving me two touchdowns in an NFL game. You know, we'll talk later about the goat laying all those points. And yeah. Maybe I'll bat, maybe I'll lay that, right. but I'm not laying points with Baker Mayfield. I'm right. not doing it. No. Um, L.A. Rams at the Colts. Now a tale of two different sides of the spectrum, if you will, in this game, books. The uh, Rams, as we mentioned earlier, looked very impressive. Stafford. Uh, NFC player of the week last week played very well in his debut 20 of 26 321 and three TDs no turnovers just shredded that Bears defense and the Bears got a pretty good defense as you know yes now they go on the road taking on the Colts team who hosted the Seahawks last week and they did not look good not happy with the way Carson Wentz played by any means and and strictly off the quarterback matchup I'm rolling with the Rams here it's only three and a half anytime I get a line below four I always just go money line um I don't mind it's probably about a dollar seventy dollar eighty I'll lay that I got the Rams all day and they probably cover but I'll just play it safe 
uh, instead of getting back to order or anything. Let me get the Rams to go on the road and start this season 2-0. So this game will be boogie special right here, but we'll talk about that later on. Right now, Rams-Colts, Colts at home. Colts got to show something today. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen with them. Uh, Rams were really impressive last week. It's what happens when you put a great quarterback on, a, on another team. Uh, this is what happened. Stafford played great. Rams are a great team. I think this NFC West is a pretty strong uh, division this year. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to lay the three and a half. Yeah, Rams Rams all day long. I mean, it's... it's Carson Wentz is still, I don't think, he's 100%. And uh, I think they got some issues there on the Colts. I agree. I agree 100%. And a, a lot of these times, too, you know, with uh, the way that I bet being... Because there's going to be a few games on here that I'm going to have three-point favorites on the money. And you'll probably lay the points. So for our listeners out there, you could do that both ways. By the hook too. Yeah, if they, if they, you know, if you, you know, let's say the Rams, you're laying three and a half, and then you take three and a half and the money line, you have a double chance to win as well, you know. And you can also break even. So if you go one ten on the Rams three and a half, something happens, they only win by a field goal, or they squeak out a one or two point victory, having that money line in your back pocket is good security. So you've got a couple of different ways to attack it. And it's funny because we were talking about this last week. There's a lot of games that were three, minus yeah, three. Tons of if them. you look at the lines right now, you got three and a half actually on a lot of these. Yeah. Half the teams, half the games are three and a half now. Yeah. Not the three, three no. and a half. Yeah. It was like they it was like they learned from last week, you know, giving out the three number being That's the what key I'm number. saying. So three and a hook. Um, we're all over the Rams, though. I'm not impressed with Carson Wentz. I do like Matthew Stafford. I do love Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. That The Rams are a Super Bowl-caliber team in my book. I think they're even begging you to take the Colts plus the three-and-a-half to get you that extra half. How about that? I 100% agree. Lucas Oil Stadium, they're hosting, and I think they. I don't think they win today. I really don't. Bills and the Dolphins now. An, ooh, a nice little AFC East matchup. you got young quarterbacks galore in the East. The Bills obviously are coming off, which Pat, my Steelers on the back for that performance <laughs> going up to uh, Buffalo. Good job, Big Ben. I mean, down 10 nothing at half, 50 total yards for the Steelers, but the Steelers bounce back huge in the second half, shutting down the Bills. 23-16 win, so the Bills fall to 1-0, and a, a bit of a shocker. The Dolphins, who I had my money on last week, they, put, they took on the Patriots, Brian Flores is such a good coach for those guys. 17-16, they just know how to gut out games. Once again, another three-and-a-half line here. For me on this one, though, Boogie, I don't know if this is probably going to be a lunch or a drink or some sort of bet between you and I. Um, I believe this will be our first game that we are flopped on as I am buying the hook here and taking the home dog. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus the four. With that defense, they're well-coached. A lot of pressure on the Bills this year. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to lay points on the road with them yet. Bills and Josh Allen, they gotta they gotta prove something today. They they lost last week. Should have uh, had a a uh, a win last week. They could not do it against the Steelers. This is a big divisional rivalry right here. Both these teams are going to be fighting for first place in their division. Bills need to prove on the road that they can do something. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. The Bills minus the three and a half is a little bit too steep for me at this moment. Okay. Uh, the Dolphins getting the points right now looks real good. 
Um, I think, though, that uh, the Dolphins plus the four sounds good to me. I'm going to go ahead and take them, I think, in a close game. Wow. I think the Dolphins plus the four. Wow. Did I just did I just baron you on the Dolphins plus the four? You did not baron me. Did I just sell you? <laughs> you did not sell me. I did, so, so you made this determination on your own. All right. That's all right, cool. All right. I will, I will tell you this. We're still on the same page. We're, we're still, still on the we're, same we're, page. We're unblemished. I say board. it's a close game. I think the Bills can win this game outright, uh-huh. but I think it's a close game. Okay. So Miami plus four in a close game. Yes. All right. Very simple. Another another uh, AFC East matchup. Uh, two divisional gains out of the AFC East today, which is awesome. <coughs> Patriots and the Jets. Mac Who? Mac Jones! I know you're big on Mac Jones. I know you're big on Bill Belichick. I'm wondering here if we may have our first drink bet on this game. Patriots are laying six. You're laying six with a rookie quarterback on the road. Now, granted, if you take a look at how last week transpired, we already talked about how the Patriots lost a one-point close game to the Dolphins. Who are another team that's going to be fighting for the AFC East. I agree. I agree 100%. The Jets lost a similar caliber game, losing to the Panthers by five. They did not look very good. I'll give you this. The Patriots did look better last week than the Jets did. But you're telling me two rookie quarterbacks going against each other. Totals 43 in this game. Don't see a lot of scoring because these two defenses are pretty good. But I'm going to play it safe here. I'm buying a whole point on this game. I love having a touchdown in my pocket in a Jets-Patriots game with Tom Brady not involved in it. I don't think the Patriots... I think this number is just too high. I think this should be more of a field goal game either way. Um, Laying six with the Pats, I'm not doing it. I'm buying the whole point at minus $1.30 and give me the New York Jets plus seven. I am going to go on a different direction here, and I am going to say exactly what you said. Two rookie quarterbacks playing today. Low scoring game last week with both the Patriots and the Jets. Mm-hmm. 43 is the number right now. I'm going to take in a defensive struggle, whether there's errors, whether there's offensive inefficiency. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the under 43 in the Patriots Jets game okay. today. All right, Jets. And the Pats under forty three. You're actually pretty good with these totals. When you get out when you give out a total, you're pretty good. I mean, yesterday you won and pushed. And you shouldn't even have pushed on that total with no, Ohio State. They that was bad, bad, bad. I don't give the totals anymore. You do. You're a great total better. I if I bet if I give out a total for the rest of this show that's not college basketball or the NBA, take the opposite. Uh-huh. That's why I'm sticking to sides. But under 43, not a bad, not a bad idea at all. Um, the 49ers and the Eagles are our next 10 a.m. game. This is an interesting one. Now, I'm gonna have to lean on you for this one, partner, because. I can't find any value. The uh, the Niners were blowing out the Lions. Lions actually, if you remember, uh, a big comeback in the fourth quarter to backdoor cover them. So anybody that was laying eight and a half or more with the Niners, they got to be killing themselves. Hopefully they're still alive. Yeah, 100%. So nonetheless, the Niners get the big win there. And the Eagles actually had a really good showing in Atlanta, winning 32-6 to on the road. Um, Jalen Hurts looked good. Devontae Smith. Funny story about Devontae is he caught his first touchdown pass with Philly in the same exact spot where he caught the touchdown in overtime to win the national championship against Georgia. Wow. In 2018. Same exact spot. 
Very, very cool. Shout out to Devontae Smith. I believe all those star rookies, too, wide receivers, caught touchdowns last week. Yeah, all them receivers that were drafted. Absolutely. You can tell how good those guys are going to be going forward. Um, I can't find a play on this game, Boogs, to save my life. Um, I've been flip-flopped on it. I'm staying off of this. If you have a way for our listeners to go, please help them out. Help me out. You got Mostert out for the 49ers for the rest of the season. Yes. They've got a bunch of injuries. Now there's another defensive player that's out for the 49ers. Uh, I am taking the Eagles today at home. I think Jalen Hurts gets it done at home. They can't stop the run. They're not going to be able to stop uh, his quarterback scrambling. Give me the Eagles plus the three. Eagles plus the three. I was actually leaning that direction as well. So I appreciate you uh, helping me out as well with the Bengals and the Eagles here, which I'm not on. I have to. I got to roll with you on it. I, 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 it's tough. So I appreciate, and I'm sure our listeners appreciate because it's NFL. So you want to have action on every game. So Eagles plus three home dog. Um, interesting that that line's three and not three and a half. Right. It's like, huh? Makes we, makes we me make it three and a half. Yeah, we could. Oh, we make it four. We make it four. Station can see you buy up to five, but it's like minus 150. It's a little too too steep for me. But nonetheless. Oh, Boogie, another game I don't have any action on. I cannot wait to hear you and see what you have to say about this game. I'm already peeking at your paper over there. <laughs> the Raiders and the Steelers. Interesting game. I want to all I want to say is the Raiders do kind of have our number in the regular season. It seems like every time we play these freaking guys, even back in the Super Bowl days when they were the worst team in the league and we were the best, they'd beat us. I don't know how. A 33-27 overtime win on that Monday night football classic for the Raiders. Short week traveling to Western PA, baby. My Pittsburgh Steelers are 1-0. I don't bet with my heart. I think we beat the Raiders today. Laying six with them. I just don't know. I just... I. I'm going to just go Steelers money line, but there's no value. It's like minus 250. Mm. So maybe find another money line, big favorite that you like today to win and time together. But I'm not even going to give Pittsburgh out as a play by any means. I mean, I'll jot it down that I said Pittsburgh money line. Maybe tie Pittsburgh money line to like the Seahawks money line later. That'll be like an even money bet. So let's just call that. that that's what I'm going to say. Seahawks money line to the Steelers money line. Two team money line parlay makes it even money. As far as betting the side, I can't. I just I don't know what to expect. All I know is our defense is nasty, bro. <sighs> All right. Well, first off, shout out to the Raiders on Monday night. Shout out, Vegas, baby. Vegas coming through, uh, winning an amazing game that we saw here this past Monday night at the Allegiant Stadium. Uh, they're on a short week, and uh, not as short as uh, the Thursday night Giants-Washington, but they're on a short week. Uh, Raiders now also have Josh Jacobs, their star running back. Didn't run a lot last week as far as yards goes, but did be their workhorse with two touchdowns last week. Um, I'm going to say here that the Raiders are going to be a little bit tough. First off, did you hear about Derek Carr and saying about the immaculate reception was not really a reception? Oh, man, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> that dude needs some glasses. I'm glad that he did that. Yeah, so that was a little bit of board, walk, or board, board talk there, right? Oh, wow. Um, so that I wasn't a little happy with because I really do want to root for the Raiders this, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, six points I think is a little bit tough. 
I can't see the way that the Steelers playing last week. I can't see them blowing out this Raiders team who has a bunch of offense. Uh, again, it is a little bit of a concern for me with Josh Jacobs not playing and being their workhorse. But it wasn't like he was a 100-yard uh, yardage guy anyway. Uh, right, right. They spread the ball around. Um, no Henry Ruggs really as far as, you know, he wasn't really around Monday night playing too well. I think he caught one one catch. Yeah. But they did have a bunch of Darren Waller all night long. Darren Waller and Brian Edwards actually were the two good ones. And Zay Jones caught the Zay winner. Zay Jones caught the, the winner. Uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be a closer game than people think. Okay. I'm taking the six. Maybe Raiders in an upset outright. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but I say that they keep it close, plus the six points, now, off a great momentum-winning game on Monday night. I can't wait to watch this game in 90 minutes. Najee Harris, side note, Franco Harris was the uh, guy for the Macklin Reception. Oh, yeah. All these years later, Najee Harris, no relation. No relation. But Najee Harris, and there's going to be a lot of Alabama players on this field. Yes, there is. Najee Harris, Henry Ruggs, Minka Fitzpatrick, Alex Leatherwood. Tons of Alabama players on both of these teams. Both. Oh, that was another thing. Alex Leatherwood, they were trying to get uh, – they were trying to get Najee Harris talk to TJ Watt about Alex Leatherwood and how to go ahead and uh, how to play him. Ah, I yeah. like that. I think I think TJ's gonna make Alex Leatherwood. You know what Josh Jacobs said, out. or you know what uh, Najee said? What Najee said? Najee said, "Good luck." I love it. He said, "Good luck." I love it. I love it that all those Bama players are gonna be in this interesting game. I'm excited to watch it. Um, Steelers tied to the Seahawks. <laughs> That's the way I'm going. Money line. Saints and the Panthers boogie. Second to last 10 a.m. matchup on Fox today. This is an interesting one, too. A uh, NFC South battle here. The Saints blowing out the Green Bay Packers. Famous Jameis. The ability to throw the deep ball the way that they played was so impressive. This is another three line. It's minus three. Carolina took care of the Jets at home. I'm going to tell you this. I don't let Carolina take care of the Saints because I'm going to tell you this right now. And we talked about this before the season started. Jameis Winston has a good offensive line now, good playmakers, a good defense. Think about how the Saints, how good the Saints were with Drew Brees. As long as Jameis makes good decisions like he did last week with that defense, they got a good shot here. They got a really good shot. They can throw the deep ball. Jameis Winston threw a touchdown pass last week to Devontae Harris. It traveled 50 yards in the air. Drew Brees never had a ball travel 50 yards in the air. That's what they were lacking is that deep ball. And they got receivers who can get there. And Michael Thomas isn't even here yet. So Michael he Thomas gets not there. He's on the Saints, COVID IR. Saints all day long. Money line for me. It's minus $1.60. I'm laying that all day. $1,600 to win a thou wow on the Saints, baby. Saints money all day. You know, and it's funny, too, because we could be playing devil's advocate here. You can go, Saints are on the road. They're laying three. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, take the Panthers. Nah, not, not today. Not in this game. Jameis Winston does it again. I think uh, he's also another quarterback that's got a chip on his shoulder. He wanted a shot. He got his shot. No Taysom Hill uh, as the QB here. We got the Saints. I'm taking the Saints, laying the three on the road against this Panthers team. Saints got weapons. They got the defense. Give me the Saints. I, I all day. I believe the only reason this line doesn't have a hook on it is because of some injury news here. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, C.J. Gardner Johnson, uh, both out today for the Saints. Uh, their best corner and best safety, but I don't. I don't care. 
I just I don't I, I like the Saints today. I think they can get it. Don't done. matter. They get it done in other areas. I and plus I don't trust Sam Darnold to beat that team. I just don't. Broncos and Jags to wrap up the 10 a.m. slate here. Uh, interesting boogie. The Broncos actually looked very very impressive last week, um, crushing the Giants. Two touchdown winner in New York. New York lost that heartbreaker on Thursday night to go to zero uh, and two. Um, should have won that game. Should have won that one, but they did not. The Jags, like we talked about earlier, Trevor Lawrence, 332 and three touchdowns, also had three interceptions. He was a bit uh, loose and wild with the football, something that I've never seen before, but it's his first pro game, you know. Yeah. Now, now you got Denver coming to town. I mean, this is another one where I, I'm off this. I'm, I'm not. You're off this game? I, I, I'm off. I, I need your help again. I, I'm oh. off. I. I, I I find it hard to believe that Trevor Lawrence loses two games in a row, but his team's just not that good. And Denver looked so good last week, but six-point road favorites isn't usually my forte. I, you know, I'm off. I'm Bradley off. Chubb, Von Miller, that defense looks real good this year. Um, they also have a great running back tandem. Now with Devontae Williams, Melvin Gordon looked Really good last week. Um, they do lose Jerry Judy on the wide receiver end. Uh, Jerry Judy is out. Uh, he, right now he's on IR. Uh, and uh, So they're going to have Cortland Sutton come back for any of you fantasy players out there. Yep. Uh, Broncos defense, I think, does it on the road today. I'm taking the Broncos laying the six points. All right. Well, thank you for helping our listeners again. I really appreciate that because I, I, I can't find any way to go on this one. Now got four 1 o'clock games here that I'm excited to discuss as well because for once you're going to see me not liking any underdogs on this evening slate of games here. Really? Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. As we know, Atlanta got absolutely pulverized by the Eagles in their home opener. Tampa Bay looked real strong in a great classic against the Cowboys. I don't know what Tom Brady's record is whenever he has 10 days to prepare for a football game against a bad team, but I I venture to say it's pretty damn good. Right now, this line is 13 points. I'm not a big fan of laying chalk like this, Boogie, but I'm going to tell you what. I think this is our game that is an absolute blowout. Typically what happens with the books when they give out two big lines, they have this one and they have the Houston Texans, Usually it splits off. Usually one team keeps it close and one team just gets absolutely rolled. This is the team I like to get rolled. I mean, Atlanta, they're not even at home. They're traveling to Tampa Bay. You're giving the GOAT. When's the last time he played football? Thursday night on the 9th? A lot of rest. You're giving me the GOAT with all them playmakers at home against the Falcons, from what I saw last week, may be the worst team in the NFL. Lay the 13, Brady and a blowout, bro. Tampa Bay, lay the 13. That's all i got to say. I couldn't agree with you more. All I can tell you is, is that Tom, Tampa Tom, get that rest. You've got a lot of time to prepare. You've got uh, playmakers on both sides. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense had to do a little bit better job than last week for me to, to say they're going to definitely dominate but I think they can, and I think this will be more offense than defense uh, to win this game and cover. I think Tampa Tom and the rest of that offense blows up today. I'll take laying the 12.5 points, 
13 points. Yep. And uh, give me Tampa. My thought of it too is look at that total boogie. It's 51 and a half. So that's not crazy, crazy high. It's it's a it's a little higher than 48, which is about the norm in the NFL. How many points are the Falcons gonna score? I mean, I'm looking at probably a you know maximum 14 to 17 from Atlanta if that's they have exactly a, right. If they have a good day offensively, but I still like Tampa to score in the 30s on this defense. This defense is putrid. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. Very bad. Tampa Bay lay the 13, easy money. Cowboys and the Chargers. Oh, boy, do I smell our first drink bet of the day, baby. Do you? Or maybe I don't. Maybe we can middle this because you know me in a three-point line. I don't lay three. I take money line. Oh, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. Oh, god. The Los Angeles Chargers come in at 1-0. A very, very feisty game that they won at Washington last week, 20-16. to They battled. Now they're back in the friendly confines of SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Inglewood. They're back in Inglewood. They're playing the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys. Is this an overreaction here because they played the Bucks so well? Kind of a weird line here. We talked about how it's three and three and a half everywhere. I hate to do this to you, my friend, but I think the Cowboys are about to start 0-2 today. Mm. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Chargers on the money line. I mean, I could understand why. That might be the sexy pick. Um, all I can tell you is the Cowboys got a great offense. Uh, they looked amazing last week. Should have beat Tampa in the first game. Uh, you know, it is what it is, whatever. We move on to the next game. Uh, Cowboys, though, also have a little bit of issues going on with injuries. You know, mm-hmm. you got Demarcus Lawrence out now. You've got a couple of other players not playing. Right. Uh, you lost a receiver on there. Their star, one of their star receivers is also not playing. I'm going to look at playing this game as a a get-me-well game, though. Okay. Get-me-well Cowboys. All right, all right, all right. You got quarterback, young quarterback at home. He, I know he's hungry. Oh, yeah. uh, you got a Cowboys team, though, that can play with anyone. I know they can score with anyone. Damn right. And as long as they can score a little bit more than the Chargers, yeah. give me the Cowboys. Let's go, baby. Hey, and you're getting three points, too. You Taking got, the three. You got three points in your pocket. So that's that's very interesting. It's funny. That's not the only thing I'm going to have in my pocket by the end of the day. You're going to have some guap. A little bit of green. Some guacamole, baby. We're cooking with grease. Let's go. Our last 1 o'clock game, book. Oh, I missed one. I'm you sorry. You missed one. You missed one. It's almost that, that could be a mistake box. It could be. I did miss one. 105. We apologize. We went off script. And I'm I'm actually happy that we're circling back to this. The Vikings and the Cardinals. Now, last week, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota lost a heartbreaker up in Cincinnati. Now they're traveling down to Arizona. And I have some news for you. Arizona is a better football team than Cincinnati is. I'm going to tell you that right now. Absolutely. I watched Kyler Murray absolutely cook the Titans last week. A 38-13 blowout on the road. Do you know how good this Cardinals team is at home? How they, good? They are fantastic. Last year, 6-2 and two at home. They had that amazing, remember that Hail Mary catch against yes. the Bills? Yes. Arizona is such a good home team. Them fans are rocking. I was down in Phoenix for the NBA Finals. A lot of buzz around that area for this team this year. That the Cardinals, year three, Kyler Murray. We got D-Hop. We got weapons. We got defense. Arizona, I'm going to put that three and a half. I'm going to throw it away. Moneyline, Arizona beats the Vikings today. I'm going to keep it simple. Give me Cardinals. I'm going to buy the hook, minus the three. And uh, I'll take Kyler Murray and the cards. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
So we only have one game we disagree on. This is actually, do you know what this means? We are about to clean house, my friend. We are going to clean house. You, It's kind of weird. Sweeping the board, baby. I'm Come on. Of, I, it's funny that I'm kind of a, we need to set up sort of maybe like a Cowboys and Steelers type of thing because you're going against my Steelers. I'm going against your Cowboys. Oh, I what kind my... of friends are we? Like, jeez. <laughs> and it's nothing personal, baby. It's just business. Business as always. This is another one for me that's going to be tough. The Ravens and the Chiefs. Now, same deal. Three and a half, four point line as we talked about all day. Kansas City, Patty Mahomes, just they just find ways to win. They always do. Coming back and beating the Browns. The Ravens have that, you know, last second heart attack loss against the Raiders on Monday night, which so far was the game of the year mm-hmm. thus far. So far. This is a game that maybe even be able to match that energy, I believe. Um, I'm gonna keep it short here as well. Lamar Jackson has never beaten Patrick Mahomes in a game. I'm not betting that. Um, I don't like laying three and a half on the road. I'm going to take Kansas City to win this game. Give me money line. Kansas City goes on the road and beats the Ravens. Give me the Chiefs. I'll buy the hook. I'll take a minus three. Uh, I got a little bit of different opinions. If we're going to look at doing six-point teasers, maybe that they can keep it a little bit closer. But if we're talking straight up, give me the Chiefs. Patty Mahomes, minus three, three and a half, mm-hmm. and I will take the Chiefs by that hook to three. Yeah, hey, hey there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I like that a lot. Why take three and a half if you can have three? Um, wow, we missed another one. We got to circle back one Man, more time. keep circling back. The Titans and the Seahawks, 125, CBS, Titans. You, you must be... You must be hungry or something. I am. I'm hungry. I'm hungry to get to the window. Let's go. I'm ready to just throw all the money that I have at these games today. That's how excited I am. I'm excited to go. We have about an hour to kick off, which is great because we're about 45 minutes into the show. So this is amazing. This is going to come out exactly the times we want it to for our East Coast and West Coast followers here. Titans and the Seahawks, Boogie. Titans, they look pretty crappy. Seahawks look pretty good against the Colts last week. Overreaction line minus six, though. I think that's pretty hefty. I already told you my pick on this one. I'm tying the Seahawks to the Steelers in the morning. That's that's where I'm going. Seahawks win. You said cooking, right? Cooking. Russ Heat. Russ Heat. Russ Heat, baby. Give me the Seahawks. Minus the six and a half today at home. I think they take care of business. Titans, Tannehill, they don't look very good last week. I'm going to take the Seahawks at home. And do a little bit of uh, Russ Heat cooking. Russ Heat cooking, baby. I love it. That is Sunday's slate of games. We move on to Monday Night Football. It was a classic last week. We got an old school rivalry in the NFC North. The Detroit Lions coming in at 0-1. Coming off a 41-33 loss against San Francisco at home. They now fly up to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. It's not frozen yet because it's only September. Green Bay, Rodgers, the organization, a lot of things on the hot seat there, so it's not the it's the opposite of frozen. Eleven and a half though, Boogie, on a Monday night game. Uh-uh. Come on. Uh-uh. Give me a break. I'm calling this easy. Get by the hook, Lions plus the twelve. I'll take the Lions plus the eleven and a half. There's questions out there, and I hope it's not true. Questions out there that if you just look in this dude's eyes. There could be a possibility that Aaron freaking Rodgers has already given up on this season. He says one game does not make a season, but I am not going to trust that they keep it even remotely the way that they played last week. Even remotely that close Mm -hmm. of a game. Give me the Lions. I will take the 11.5 and run to the window. All day long.
all day long, my friend. Well, it's about that time. It's best bet time, book. So best bet. It's it's time for best bets. It's funny. Every NFL Sunday, I look through the slate of games, and I like so many games. Too many. I like so many games that it's incredibly hard for me to uh, to decide what I want is my best bet. There's so many options here. Um, I guess I just gotta. I gotta just take it. I gotta take this big line. I gotta take this big spread with the Texans today. Um, I think 14 is too much. This could be a game I could see Cleveland even losing. I feel like a lot of people are going to tie Brown's money line to something, and that could burn them. I'm not saying the Texans are going to win this game, but Texans plus 14, best bet. All right. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet presented to you by 3freepicks.com. I'm going with the 10 a.m. game, Pacific time. Give me the Rams. I'll buy the hook. Minus three. Rams over the Colts as Boogie's Blockbuster best bet today for Sunday. That's actually a really good pick. Rams minus three. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet. Brought to you by 3freepicks.com. So all of our listeners, go to 3freepicks.com. That's numerical 3freepicks.com. You subscribe via email. There's no opt-in. There's no money. There's no nothing. You just wake up in the morning and get three free picks sent to you. And FYI, those three free picks are hitting at a 70, 70% clip since that has started. So make sure you guys go get some free some free money there, too. I usually like to match up the podcast that we do here with Boogie and the Baron with the threefreepicks.com. And uh, that will definitely up your unit and bankroll tendencies going forward. Texans plus 14, Rams minus 3. You heard it here first. That's Boogie and the Baron's blockbuster best bets for Sunday. September 19th, 2021, episode 82 is commenced. We'll see y'all for 83. Bearing out. Boogie out.